on this week's episode of Bungalow and the Bus, we talk about refract pop-up art party in Milk District, Rockin' Robinson Street Party, and why are rents only $1 for certain organizations? Yeah, why? I don't know. Why? 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 Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustin. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com, your source for hyper local news. And Brendan, this is Bungalore and the Bus at the Bull and Bush, Brendan. <laughs> Heck yes, it is. How many bees is that? Too many. And it's also sponsored by Refract, Refract 3, a new series of pop up art installments that happen all over town. This is in the Milk District tonight and tomorrow night in a super cool warehouse check out more information at the end of the program and like i said brendan we are in the milk district we're at bull and bush and here on bungalow on the bus we talk about all things downtown orlando from winter park to the north to soto in the south paramore to the west and baldwin park to the east and all of the stuff that we talk about is on bungalower.com and if you've missed any of our episodes Too all bad. one year of them <laughs> And counting, uh, they happy are anniversary. On, yeah, happy anniversary. Stop touching me. <laughs> uh, you can get them on Google Play or, or uh, iTunes, iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. One day we're going to stream it all on our own little radio station on bungalore.com. There we go. Hashtag fancy. And so we are we are here in the Milk District because they got some awesome events this weekend. Yeah, what's happening? Let's, <laughs> let's let's pull someone over. Let's let's find hold somebody. Up, Wait a minute. Is that Rob Soviero? Hey hey guys. Sorry, I'm I'm busy outside trying to set up this uh, rock and roll festival this weekend. Uh, uh, can I come back or no 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 you no stay, stay right here. Rob is actually know. the executive director of the Milk District. Yeah, he is. He has a sash and everything. Rob, tell us all about what is the milk. The milk. So uh, the milk is a Main Street program. At least my part in the whole program is uh, the Milk District Main Street program as the director is uh, it's basically a small business and uh, community improvement project so uh, the way we do that is by uh, we raise funds through doing big events like the one we're doing tomorrow which is called Rockin' Robinson and uh, we do monthly events and weekly events and all types of fun things uh, to try and improve the district. So what's the deal with this event this weekend? Rockin' Robinson? It's like a, like a, like a concert on the, on the street? That's exactly what it is. So I'm not sure if you're aware of the College Park Jazz Fest. I am, because I am in College Park. And he loves jazz. And I love jazz, and I'm 105 years old. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, John, we're just, yeah. So, uh, of course, this kind of spawned from College Park Jazz Fest, and I'm a huge jazz fan, and I go every year over there. So, um, you know, I was there this year and just kind of came up with the idea, the idea of we need to do this on our side of town, and we need to do it with a little more rock and edge. I, I like right? that. I like and that. Uh, we actually have kind of like the perfect infrastructure for it. So it just uh, just worked out to be able to come over here and do that. Uh, the process is a little bit more difficult. You know, we had to sh- shut down an F dot road and uh, federal department of transportation. Florida department. I'll say what I want. <laughs> Hate, you can fact check that. Yeah, but. yeah. Hate to nerd out, but <laughs> yeah, those, those things are, are difficult to accomplish. So uh, it's been quite a doozy so far. We're closing the street down from uh, on Robinson, yep. kind of where a lot of the Milk District bars are. Yeah, it's downtown Milk. Okay, and you're setting the setting some stages up and having some bands play. Sure are. We've got 18 bands. It's ten dollars at the gate. Uh, more information at rockandrobinson.com. Uh, there'll be a Sweetwater stage, which is center of the road, big, massive Sweetwater stage. Thank. 
you to Sweetwater because they help us uh, accomplish this. That's a beer. <laughs> delicious beer. And then uh, we've got a stage at the Iron Cow. That's the second stage. And then we've got a stage in the Milk Bar. And then we've got a stage in right here in the Bull and Bush. See that stage right over there where they're I playing do. darts? Yes. So that stage will be rocking. They won't be playing darts while you're... Uh, no. All right, good. No that darts that night. I would watch that. Yeah, for sure. Rocking so darts. So Saturday night, starts at 4, goes till 2 a.m., 10 bucks, 18 bands, can't beat it. Really I'm can't. excited. What do you think, Brennan? Could you beat it? I mean, you know, you are the scene. So, I mean, <laughs> what, are your th- what are your thoughts on it, honestly? I'm I'm still blushing for me saying I'm the scene. <laughs> I'm just happy to be seen is all. Uh, I think it's awesome. I, can't I think wait. it's a great idea. I'm, I'm going to be pedaling my little bike over. I can't wait to see it. And uh, everybody else probably should, too, because parking's always at a premium in the milk, so it's always good to, to pedal your bike. Premium milk parking, baby. <laughs> yeah. or I like, I just be like drinking. the fact that there's an outdoor concert with bands playing. And I like Jazz Fest. Don't get me wrong. If there was going to be a place for it to happen, the milk is a great spot. With rock and roll. And kudos to you, Rob, for being able to close Robinson. I, again, I know you said it's a uh, struggle, so that's congratulations. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. You know, some said it was impossible. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> are, are the shops going to be open? The shops are all going to be open. So Etoile will be open. The new um, the new little eatery called The Nook will be open. We actually have a new art gallery going in called Curate. That'll be open. It's in the old space bar space. Cool. Yep. I mean, Is that a scoop? That's Oh, yeah. I just gave you a scoop. <laughs> so, by the way, yeah, you gotta you have to come cover that. So curate. We, yeah, Curate. We've got a new art gallery coming in right here on Robinson. It's gonna, they're gonna Do sp- they spell it C-U-R-8? I don't know yet, but I hope. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they're not going to be fully open, but he's going to be there kind of showing off some art and just be available. And then we're going to have uh, artists and street vendors and food trucks. Cool. Is okay, this gonna, I'll be so there. Wait, I got one more question before what? we let Rob go. Is this going to be an annual event? Most definitely. Yes. <laughs> if, if is the word, if we don't fail. All right. So it, it was an expensive endeavor. We got to make that money back. Um, at least, right? Because we're a nonprofit. It's it's mostly about attracting people to this area, the economic impact. So let's hope that happens. And if it's a success, you know, we'll 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 debrief afterwards and decide whether we do it again. Great. Does that mean take off your pants? <laughs> debrief? Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> we're sharing a microphone. I'm really excited. <laughs> me and Brendan went to college together, right? And I, I learned that word debrief at Rollins College. <laughs> uh, All right, we're going to let Rob go. Education. Rob, thanks so Thank much for you coming so much. over. Thank you, guys. We love you, and uh, keep up the good work. Rockin' Holla. Robinson, Saturday night, 4 to four to 10, or 4 to 2 a.m., 10 now, bucks. Now that Rob's gone, I just want to say they have the best uh, art boxes here. Yeah? Have you seen those electric boxes at all the intersections? I've seen them. They are legit the best ones uh-huh. in town. And there's like a Harvey Milk, MLK one, I which think, is so funny. Brendan, that's a good idea. You should take a picture of every one of them, and we could have like a vote to see which one's the best. On bungalower.com. Like cross districts? Yeah. Oh, I like that. And then you could say by capita, uh which ones are best. Yes. Okay, we'll do it. All right, I like it. Joanne Grant from Mills 50 will love it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you got to create a little competition. (laughs) So here on, what what were you going to say? What's going on this week? What are are the top headlines? What are the top headlines on bungalower.com? Well, I'll tell you what. uh, Open Door. Remember remember we were talking about these guys coming to Orlando? Kind of. Is it like a real estate thing? Yeah, it's like a, a real estate tech thing. They they buy your house. John. My neighbor actually somebody bought their house. It's like where they bought or they, they made an offer, they sold it and now yeah. yeah. They like come, they inspect it, they see like the market value. Everyone's saying they give you a little bit under the market value. This isn't this isn't a sponsored thing right now. Like it looks like it's pretty on par. Yeah. 
with what you would get on your own, except it's like immediate. Yeah. So my neighbor did this. They do like they, a six and a half percent. I don't know the details, but they had to move. They were a couple. They had they had a, a son, and they were moving to Indiana or Kentucky. I don't remember. And but they needed to move because he got a job, and they had to like start. The kid had to start school. And so they were trying to sell it, trying to sell it, weren't getting what they wanted, but they had to go because they were buying a new house and they needed the money to buy the new house. And they eventually said, well, we need to do this. And they did. And I thought they got a pretty good fair offer on it. You can well, actually, I think they got as much as what they were going to get anyway. They're across the country now, so you can actually swap your house wow. for another house well, that's, that's cool. in the system. So these people who sold their house, they left. Now the house is on the market. And it's priced about $20,000 more than what the, the people offered them. So, okay. you know, they got to make money, too. I get that. But the cool thing is, one cool thing, you have this whole instant access thing. Is that how Open yeah. Door works? Uh, yeah. And that's kind of where the name comes from, is that you're getting access to the homes in their systems with an app. Yeah. And so you can just walk up between the hours of 6 a.m., and 9 p.m. Something like that. On a self-guided tour. Yeah, you can just go check it out. To let yourself in those homes. Which just is with great. a little click on your app. And then click your in. There's, nobody has to be there to let you in. You yeah, don't have to talk to anybody. And, and when I was looking for a house, I mean, that was always a thing. You got to schedule it with somebody. You know, can the realtor do it? They can't do it. Can I yeah. make it there? Oh, we can only do it on Saturday at this time. Well, I can't. So I'm and excited. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's... it's you know, I, I'm, I'm sure there's pros and cons to it, Brendan, and I'm sure realtors and real estate are agents not happy. will tell you. And it. we work a lot with realtors because we have like this live, work, play thing, right? We write about all those things in town. Yeah. We write a lot about re- local real estate, and we work with local realtors. Um, and Open Door is now, they came to us because they wanted to launch in Orlando, and so we've just started working with them on how to launch here in town, and we're, and we're going to help them share some of the homes and things that they're selling. Yeah. So I'm pumped because it's a national company that's coming to Bungalore to work with, uh, right? Like, sure, we can help you plug into our awesome readership. Uh, but I think some realtors are a little iffy about it. But I'll be honest, if I was a realtor and I was having a hard time selling a house for somebody, I would just liaise that with Open Door and sell the house to Open Door. I don't know. Can, can they do that? Yeah, they oh. can. And they do that all the time. Huh. Right? And you still get your commission. Really? You get their commission, they get their commission. Interesting. So, like, there's a little bit of a cut off the client. But at that point, if the house has been on the market for like a year, just sell the house for them. I don't know enough. I don't know enough about how it all works yeah. to, to see the downside of it. But I would love to hear what a real estate agent would say. And I'm sure there's like special circumstances because like when I was buying my house, we had a lot of questions. I'd never bought a house before. Sure. So it was good to have like somebody there during the whole process. And Maybe we'll do like a little round table and we can get two people to talk about it. That'd be that'd good. Be interesting. We, we know enough realtors, right? I know a few. Get uh, the Hobart. Yeah, and then we can get a out. robot <laughs> <laughs> from the open door folks. <laughs> it's just robots selling houses. Robots right? selling houses. No, it's people. It's people. <laughs> but it's cool. I think I, I'm excited to see big companies, innovative companies like that, coming to Orlando. Yeah, uh, to do their thing. Yeah, yeah. So keep your eye on that. Uh, did you hear about the mayor? Backing the Manello Museum expansion, I saw that he announced that they got like an eight million dollar gift. Yeah, like painting. Yeah, worth the paintings, uh-huh. but that helps them because now it's in there. It's almost like an endowment um, that gives you more leeway with a bank if you're taking out loans and oh, things because okay. you can say that you have. Because the, they want to expand over there, right? They do, and the mayor said yes, it's going to happen. They're going to potentially quadruple their footprint. Wow! By building into a city on lot next door. Okay, mm-hmm. so they have to go away from that parking di- garage, right? Kind of towards. Oh, toward it. Yeah. So the, if you're not familiar, the Manila's 
basically Lock Haven Park, across the street from the Science Center, on that lake. I don't know what lake it is off the top of my head. Right next to the Orlando City Science, the Orlando Science Center parking garage. Yes. And, yes. they, and the, I guess that's the only parking garage in the Lock Haven Park. Which is like a nightmare when there's <laughs> ever an event over there. Which the, I don't, yeah. I just park on the street somewhere, but that, that parking garage gets full quick for it does. Fringe. Or I was at Science Night Live this past weekend at the Orlando Science Center. Okay. Packed, first of all. Tons of people there. Yes. But yeah, it fills up pretty quick. That, and that that all, all that money goes to the Science Center. Yeah. Because they own the parking garage. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They only, I guess they only own the parking garage, but they don't own the bridge. Oh, really? So the city owns the bridge. Interesting. That connects. Yeah, it's just weird, weird little piecemeal things that happen when city works with local nonprofits. So is there any with the Manello? Will any, there be any like point? when will it happen? Or no, they're gonna have to do a whole new capital campaign. They'll probably have to bring on a development person to handle that. Um, and I asked them, like, are you gonna have more parking? Because if you're quadrupling your footprint, it's already tapping out everybody. And if you're getting access to that city-owned property, it would make sense if you had another garage. Where do you put a garage at? Well, there's the city owns all of that land that's between, I want to say it's the Boys, Boys and Girl Club. No, who is it? It's right. There's like a, another entity that's tucked between. It's a bunch of land. There's okay. more land. There's the weird park that nobody uses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that could be a garage. Okay. No, you're right. Yeah. I've heard that the lock, all of those uh, entities, the, uh, the cultural entities, so like Shakespeare Theater, the Rep, Orlando Museum of Art, the Garden Club, uh, Fire Science Museum? Center, <laughs> Fire Museum, they get together every month and they talk about who's using the park and for what. So they can oh, like okay. mesh up mash up their, uh, wasn't there, their calendars. Wasn't there talk at one point to build another garage on the lawn there? They want. That's yeah. what they keep saying right, right next to Mills. So it would, right where you're driving down Mills and you look up and you see this beautiful sweeping green lawn. Which is beautiful and sweeping. Instead, you would see I hope a wall of parked cars. I get it. I get they have parking troubles there, but. That's not the answer. I don't think so. That is not the answer. People would freak out, first of all. You can't put a parking garage there. I, just, I, I, I don't have that much of a problem parking there, but I don't mind walking. I'm, I'm, a few, I'm one of the rare people that will say, you know what? Yeah. If I can't park next to it, I'll go park in the if hospital anything, garage. Yeah, same. I don't just care. Walk over. It's Hop literally on a juice like bike. an extra, you know, two seconds. Yeah, it's not. If this that was New York, oh, I know. You'd be walking blocks. And I get it. There's certain people that you know they can't do that. I totally understand that. But yeah, then they, there's a lot of people do it, that just don't feel like a, walking a little bit. Yeah, agreed, <laughs> agreed John. Uh, the so lot, we're a while away from the Manello. But it's I'm, that's I'm excited for them. It's cool. Is it's there owned a, do by? They, do they diff, I mean, I've been to the Manello. I wonder if by expanding, does that just make it a, a better place to go see art? I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, are they stepping on the toes of the art museum by expanding? No. And the museum's potentially going to be moving downtown. Okay, right? Maybe. So I say, why not just swap? Exactly. I think they should just move into Oma, and yeah. then give that building to someone else. Yeah. Uh, the, the science center runs all the weddings that happen at Manello. Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Like you're telling me the museum can't even run the weddings that are happening on their own property? Huh. Right? And it's city owned, so why isn't the parks doing that? Why is it going to the science center? Yeah. Um, that's not okay. <laughs> that bugs me. And actually, this also bugs the question. So Shannon Fitzgerald, who I love, she's the wife of Glenn Gentile, who runs OMA. Okay, Orlando so Museum Glenn Gentile runs the Orlando Museum of Art. He's a director. 
The director of Manello is his wife, Shannon yeah. Fitzgerald. She is also the director of public art for the city of Orlando. Wow. So she has a city gig and she runs the Manello. Okay. Um, there's, it's, there's a lot of close connections there. You there know? is. Yeah. Um, and I like her and I trust her. At but. some point, if you're going to do, I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't really know her, but I wonder if, if at some point you start doing uh, expansions, it, it, it'll get to be more of a full time job. Can you dedicate yourself to everything? I wouldn't think so. Like with Avalon Gallery getting donated to the city, that should be that should stay as a city property and city run property. It's supposed to be an arts and cultural. It has to be an arts and culture use for the next 20 years. Yeah. And people are talking about that they're going to give it to the downtown arts district, which is not city run. Right. And I love Barbara and I love City Arts Factory and I love what they're doing. But that should probably stay in the public art program under Shannon Fitzgerald, who's already running the Manello. Right. And then and why. And if they already have a problem with having a huge number of artworks that aren't getting exhibited because they don't have enough space. Well, here's a downtown venue for you. Yeah. That's a small venue though, too. Are you yeah, saying rotate multiple, it out? Rotate multi- it out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. They're, and they know how to do galleries, right? Who? Like, the, like a real gallery. Like oh, okay. Manello is like a, a museum. Yeah. Why not? Why not give it to them? Just everybody swap. It's like musical chairs. It sounds like, <laughs> you know what? When the city's renting out your space to you for a dollar, then you should be prepared for a swap. <laughs> like the garden club. Like you're you're telling me that we can't find someone else to go in that garden club space. My mom is part of the garden club back in Michigan, and they just they just do it out of the civic center, like the little like the community center. Yeah, they don't need a whole That's building. Where it should be no. Like, I don't even know. I I don't want to talk Russian bad about ballet, the garden club. Or the Central Florida the Central Florida Ballet, right? Amazing ballet, very talented dancers. The programming's fantastic. They're working out of like an an office park. Behind Holy Land. Wait, you mean Orlando Ballet? No, oh, the Central, Central Florida, Florida Ballet. Ballet. Okay, they're amazing, but they should have their own space. And so, who's to say that Orlando Ballet gets a whole community center for a dollar a year, and we can't give the Russian Ballet the Orlando Garden Club building for a dollar a year? Everybody gets a building. I think you I get a know, building. I'm stuck on this because this is actually what I wrote about for my Central so Florida you, 100. So wait, are, before before we go too far, are you saying you saying like? The city is picking winners and losers on this, and they should be I don't be know what the fair? process is. I'm saying I don't know what the process is uh-huh. for people to be getting a city-owned building for a dollar. What is the process involved? The Holocaust Center is getting the chamber building. Yeah. Great use for it. Yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Totally makes sense. But who decides that? I don't know. And I'm sure there's some board that you go in front of or some sort of process. So. I'm sure there... Well, you have to be some sort of established group, though. I mean, like, you and I can't go get a, a building for a dollar. I want to know if there's a standardized process that, like, you have to answer a questionnaire, and if it works, then you get a building from the city for a dollar. I a want year. a dollar building. That's what. Who doesn't want a dollar I want building? I a dollar building. There's that beautiful Victoria, Victorian building underneath the 408 right next to the city hall yeah. that is literally boarded up and rotting away. Because the real estate city is just sitting on it. The real estate department's just sitting on it. That should be... Who, give that to Credo to be a coffee shop for a dollar. You know, uh-huh. that's a nonprofit. Give to Art Reach Orlando. Yeah. Have arts kids activities out of there. I don't know. It should not be empty. And what are the what is the process to get that? Let's find out. Maybe we can find <sighs> that out. 
That's really probably one email, right? I don't think so. The I can real buy, estate, we can buy email like, how do you get a dollar building? I guarantee it's like, oh, it's a really involved process. And, and you have to tell answer. us what you want, and then we see if it's a good fit. All right. Well, at least that's an answer. I don't think that's an answer. I think that's baloney. I guarantee it's who you know and if they like you. All right. <laughs> and if they That's like your life. project. But like, <laughs> you know, like the ballet had the Ivanhoe building. They sure did. And they let it rot. Did right? they let it rot or did it, it just rot? It was up to them oh. to keep it going. And it got black mold, which is huge space. I don't, it's under the water table. Of course it's going to happen. There's There was a foundation that was there in place with like a million dollar endowment to clean it and keep it operation operating that wasn't really used. And so... They end up leaving, and now they have another city-owned building. Maybe we need a know. list of who has city-owned buildings for a buck. There is one, yeah, and I already posted it. Really? It's on Bungalow. Okay. I posted it, I want to say, like a year and a half ago. All right. How many other? Like 10? I have. It's like three pages in an Excel wow. sheet. Yeah. Uh, people are, who are at least leasing. Not everybody is doing like Mad Cow, right? They're, that's not a dollar a year. That's, <laughs> that's like, a whole other story. <laughs> right? <laughs> They own, I can't remember how. It's they do hundreds. okay. They do well with attendance, though, I think. But they're not paying back no, I to no. the city. No. And it's not enforced. Or the actors. And that's how, <laughs> and that's part of their leasing agreement. I, I'll in say they've gotten the in trouble for not sp- paying their actors. I won't right. say that they're they're not, not doing it right now. I think they fixed that. I think they're they're fixing it, yeah. Or fixing. Or fixed it. <laughs> but they, it has been an issue. But their lease agreement is that they have to pay back the build-out. Right on a set. That's a set schedule. Yeah, and they weren't, and they didn't get to get kicked out. And that's a prime spot on Church Street. It is right, and they have they have big donors that paid for the build out of each room, so they're not like sitting like where did that money go? I don't know. I just don't understand, and I don't understand why nobody's watching it. Somebody is. <laughs> I don't know who. Obviously, uh, well, right? <laughs> uh, I did it again, right? This is another foot and mouth moment. Foot and mouth with Brendan and the boss. So you have one more minute to, to make to up, make for, up your, for everything. <laughs> for your foot and mouth. Um, all of these spaces need homes. I totally understand why they were given the spaces, but I'm curious to see what it takes for new generations of organizations and nonprofits that are paying for space what it would take for them to get a new home. All right. That's fair. Thank you. I think that's fair enough because it's a good question. Because like, if you out do run a nonprofit, how do you get to the level where you can get that dollar a year contract? Now, I mean, if I had to guess, we only have a few seconds here. I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with what you can do to the building, what you can, because like the Holocaust Center, like they're going to do a lot, supposedly. Right. Like that's in their plan. Now I don't know about some of these other organizations, like what they're doing to the the place that like they're. The garden club's not even gardening their. <laughs> like there's not even flowers at the garden club. You're telling me you can't like have some blooms. That's true, right? It is winter it's right like now. Like viburnums and cedars. Like you can't you can't even plant. <laughs> Sounds like some you should join the garden club. Pansies over there. I don't have time. I'd rather sit here and complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> we should take a field trip. Over that. Let's do it. I've never been. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome 
Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdegger. And this is Brendan O'Connor with Bungalow.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are hanging out at the Bull and Bush in the Milk District. I like it. I like it, too. It used to be so smoky in here. It's not smoky anymore. There's a bunch of, like, hot dudes playing darts. And there's hot dudes on the radio. Hot dudes on the radio. Me? Oh. (laughs) I thought you were talking about Tom and Dan. No, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> you ever seen them in person? Yeah. <laughs> Some cute boys. But we are we are talking all things downtown Orlando here on uh, Bungalow on the Bus. Everything from Bungalower.com. Yes. So if there's anything you want to look up, just head over to Bungalower.com and type it in my search engine. Uh-huh. If you hear something you don't like, send Brendan the hate mail. No, don't. Yeah, you Send can. it to Jessica Bryce Young at OrlandoWeekly.com. <laughs> <laughs> just mail it to Brendan with a stamp. I love handwritten letters have you ever gotten one yes how often like as a like hate mail letter well just like like fan mail i'll say i have three hate mail letters really yeah. like somebody took the time to write a hate mail letter yes really yeah what, they, what were they mad about uh one was about alligator people okay. so it was crazy it didn't make any sense but it was like nine pages alligator people mm-hmm. is that <laughs> Like an alien race? I don't know. He was crazy. <laughs> he was crazy. I barely read it because I was afraid it was full of like anthrax. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, a couple oh, more. And some other ones. Yeah. All right. Mostly mostly due to the fact that I, actually, one of those was from <laughs> not even something I wrote, but because of Pulse that I was on CNN talking about a letter I wrote to Obama. Oh, okay. And everybody thought I hated Obama and was racist. Really? Yeah, because I was like, do something. Why don't you do something? Uh, Please. Children yeah. are dying. And uh, yeah, hate mail. Everybody okay. called me racist. All right. Don't question the president. No. <laughs> At least they took the time to write you, though, <laughs> with a pen. Yeah, I like paper. that. That was yeah, nice. <laughs> Instead of like the 50 other people who found me on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brendan, we have, what, what else is going on? We've, we've talked about a few things. Well, the most pressing news item this week, John, is uh, there's a new Pokemon-like game coming to Orlando. Really? really to the world. Really? This one is Jurassic Park. Oh, wow. That's exciting. So you can catch dinosaurs. Don't they catch you, though? Phone. I feel like a Velociraptor would just eat you. Not if you like point your phone at it and hit a button. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it'll get you. So it's a Jurassic Park Pokemon. Yeah, it's like those virtual reality augmented reality augmented games. You hold up your phone, you see something that's not there. How is this related to Orlando? And that we wrote about the Pokemon <laughs> one because it brought thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people outside. The oh yeah, no, you're right. Right, and so and people needed to know. So we write about public parks, and when Pokemon came out. Like, all of our public parks were just full of people. Totally. And it was amazing to see. For, like, a week. No, like, a couple of months. Oh, a couple. What know? happened to that? Just people got crawls. tired of walking outside? They caught them all. They caught all no, their Pokemon. No, they're still out there. <laughs> no, it gets old. You get I, tired of playing that game. You can't play it every day. I remember when that first came out, I was at a bar with a bunch of people, and every one of them was on their phone looking for Pokemon. I played and it. And I'm like, I'm here to drink. I'm not here to look for no, Pokemon. I, like, I want to catch a Pokemon and take a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. And I did that for like a month and a half. And then you're like, it's too tired. And then I was like, I'm around. a 35 year old man. <laughs> I don't have enough time to at work for all my work <laughs> items. I do not have time to catch a Pikachu. So Jurassic version. Jurassic version. When? Weird, crazy dinosaurs. Around the time Jurassic World comes out, yes. I assume. Yes. It's good timing. So it's Jurassic World app. So June. 
Okay. Keep your eyes. So if you start seeing more like pale nerds. Life finds nerds, a way, Brendan. That's what I Life put finds that a way. My, I put that in the share. Life uh, finds a way. Clever girl. Did you have that gif of uh, Jeff Goldblum with uh, the doctor the heaving on chest? His... I've used that before, so I couldn't. How about the laughing YouTube when he's just like, ha, 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 ha. No. All right. I had a video. There's a cool video. You could like their promo video for the Jurassic World app. Yeah. I just embedded that because it looks cute. Okay. <laughs> you can check that out on bungalore.com, John. Um, WPRK is coming back. Finally. They've been off the air for like a million years. Since Irma, November. Yeah, I guess the did the did the winds knock it down? I guess it did. Yeah. It damaged it, damaged if I remember it. right. I, I mean, wrote about this. Yeah, you happened to be on campus when they were taking it down. I was nearby. No, somebody sent those photos to me. Oh yeah, they said you probably should have said that. No, I did because you I got did. the photo credit, John. No, I, well, that's fine. I got them from the person. <laughs> I think PRK ended up sending me those photos. Okay, but it, it, the their antenna got damaged back in was it October? October or November? Sometime around there. I think it was October. Okay, I don't remember when Irma was. September? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it got damaged, and they've been off the air ever since. They've been, air, on, they've been online. They've been online only. Um, that's If you wanted to hear all those shows, you had to just tune in on online. a website. Yeah. yeah, but now they're they're coming back? Yes. It's the best in basement radio, you know. And right ha- <laughs> I've heard. That's what I hear. It's the only in basement. <laughs> <thing. And laughs> we should say this is the station at Rollins College. Rollins College. Uh, college radio. College radio. But Play it's a good. little bit of everything. Very indie. No commercials. Nope. Uh, they are having a party on April 6th, by which they hope to be back on the air. Okay. Uh, Seems the, like you would plan the party after like knowing that you're going to be back on the air. The people I talked to gave me like a definite window of time where they expect it to be back on air, but they can't say it apparently because I guess it could affect uh, FCC's decision. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. But it's too late. It's already out there. <laughs> and I don't edit afterwards. I guess you can have a party regardless. <laughs> you could. So <laughs> you can have a party. It's going to be a party. It's coming back at Black Star, which is that new venue behind the revamped Firestone venue. Seems like you'd have it closer to where Rollins is. Is it just boring over there? Yeah. And Black Star, they don't have bars. You can't have a bar on Park Ave. Did you know that? Oh, it has to be a restaurant slash yes. bar? Really? Uh-huh. I guess I'd never thought about it. Because of its proximity to Rollins College, to the school. Oh. So, so everything has to be a restaurant first. Really? So there's this Irish pub that's actually opening just up the street. This is the one that's from Tampa, right? Yes. Irish 31. What's and the 31 from? I don't really understand that. Is it either. like 1831, 1931? I think these, it's one of those names where like the owners, like it makes total sense to them. It makes no sense to anybody else. I don't either. I don't know where that would... Maybe it's an address. <laughs> or maybe they're going to like cap out at 31 locations. No. So like manifesting. Maybe 31 taps. Maybe it's like Baskin <laughs> Robbins. Baskin Robbins. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, but they are trying to open up. And they're generally like a bar in their other locations. But this one has to be a restaurant first and with a bar. Where are they trying to open this new one? Across from Gary Lambert Salon or the... It's just up the street from BurgerFi. Okay. That same block. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But at the end, and I think it was like a salon or something before that. Okay. On the other side of the street or the same, same side? Same side of the street. So there's like the candy shop. Kitty corner from City Hall. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. I think so. It's been empty a long time. They should have an Irish bar in College Park again. They used to have one where Rustique is. Um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. have one now. I was thinking of Cladic, Cladic Cottage. Yeah, they're, they're, that should be opening soon. Yeah. Who knows? That's an hourglass district. Uh, that empty space in Thornton Park across from. De- <coughs> oh, you 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 you're burping there? Shepherd, no, Shepherd's Pie sucking my throat. It's coming back up. <laughs> we just, had a little shepherd's pie at the break. It's just sticking in my throat. <laughs> Some uh, Woo! all this talk of Irishness. <laughs> so um, wait, Thornton Park, you said is something's coming? Yeah, across from Dexter's. You know, oh, that by, the, lot, by, by the, the by the washing, yeah, by the, the laundromat. laundromat. And it's finally, be, man, that place has been nothing for, since I moved here. And this is moving forward, and the plans are really pretty. And again, you can see them, John, on bungalow.com. But it's a three story mixed use building with retail on the bottom floor. Wait, are they adding to the. Or was it a vacant lot? Vacant lot. It's just oh, vacant. Oh, okay. So they're just going to knock down the tree that's there, <laughs> you know, take off those love locks that are on the fence, and, uh, and put up some new units. It'll be a two unit, three story building. With anything in it, retail, retail or? on the bottom, and then the two floors on top of those will be condos, so two-story condos. Oh, mm-hmm. all right, that's that's With rooftop terraces. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Cool. Yeah, that's all we have to say. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're falling asleep. No, I'm not. I'm not. Wake up. Um, did you hear about that? Since we were talking about Rollins, did you hear about that? Carjacker? A little bit, yeah. It was right. like a chase and it from was. started in Castleberry and starting this guy these guys were trying to steal some uh, televisions from the Castleberry Walmart, as you do. And then TVs they really aren't that expensive anymore. Like I, I, I get it, people steal a lot of stuff. And then they were chased <laughs> all the way to Rollins College. Yeah. And they pulled in and they bailed on their car apparently at like Knowles Chapel. The chapel that's right in the heart of the campus. And apparently they ditched their guns when they got to campus. Wow. Is what Rollins College is telling everybody. Are you saying they didn't do that? The report, they sent out an alert at like 3.30 p.m. on Monday saying there's an armed, armed people on campus. Stay where you are. And then afterwards they were like, the carjackers were not armed as soon when they were on campus. So, like, they're, they're saying, like, they ditched their guns before they drove onto Rollins campus. Oh. That seems I a little, doubt it. A little shady. Come on. Come on, guys. <laughs> it doesn't reflect on them if they drove on with guns. It's no. not like they have metal detectors. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, who knows? I'm not saying they're liars, but. But you are. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But they. And they were apprehended, I guess, trying to steal someone else's car. And so no shots were fired. That's good. They're gone. But there was a lot of excitement. People were freaking out because the police well, activity I mean, was real. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of a tense time right now here in Florida with There's some rich white kids. Rich white kids yeah. over there. Got to look after them. Yeah. I mean, I remember hearing that alert. I'm like, oh, man. like you know, I, I was paying attention to what sure. was going on because you just don't know. Right. You just, just don't, don't know. know. 2018 hashtag you just don't know the cookery has opened in the milk district rob was talking about it a little bit what is this or actually no he was talking about the nook the nook the nookery which the nook- <laughs> and we went to the nook on its opening date you can see a video on our facebook page a little tour but the cookery is like a little market and it's right next to that little paint shop up the street from market on south so south street and they 2705 south i think Okay. Um, almost at Southern Nights. So they just is it? It's just like a shop where you can get stuff. She used to run 
it was she was in Plant City Market and she was also in uh, the district on Mills and so she would like sell really cool hyper local product. Cool. And now she has her own shop. That's she's awesome. She's not in those other places anymore. You can get really cool pastas. You can get um, CBD oil. You can get. Oh, I like it. Shirts from. Have you gone in there? Tony's Deli. Uh, Not yeah, yet. Oh, you did. Yeah, I went in there. Took okay. some photos. They have a mercantile coffee stand, and mercantile coffee has some like really good nitro cold brew. Yeah, they do. On tap, it tastes like caramel. Like it is good. Yeah, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, check that out. Go give them a visit. Tell them Bungalow sent you over. There is a new retail development coming in across the street from Lazy Moon. Really? Yeah. That I didn't empty, see this. It's that empty lot. Um, I want to say there's two empty lots across the street. If you're in sitting in the new lineage coffee. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah right and by so okay. the right one, on Colonial across the street. So the one that's closest to I-4 is going to be a multi. It's like a little strip mall. And there's going to be some sort of drive-through component added. Did it look cool or is it just like a Dunkin' Donuts? I, everybody's thinking it's a Dunkin' Donuts. There's so many Dunkin' Donuts opening right now. There are. There's one on, on Fairbanks opening <laughs> uh, in Winter Park, right by kind of mm-hmm. I-4 in 1792. Near like Paramore, like OBT and Colonial, there's going to be one. Really? Yeah. So they're they're really increasing their presence. I doubt it's going to be a Dunkin' Donuts, but who knows? You never know. Who I got one in College Park. They opened one a few years ago. Okay. Uh have you heard about this record store crawl? I have not. I haven't written about it yet, and I probably won't write about it until next week. But it's on April 23rd. That's probably near record store day. It is. Okay. And so, but people, this is like a nationwide thing where people fill up a bus, and it's like a bar crawl. But you go to all the different record shops, and you get... Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting heart <laughs> palpitations just listening to this. And I did not write down the price. I wrote the dollar sign, but I didn't say how much it was. Oh. I, I want to say it's like... 40 bucks. Oh, I'll just drive that. But you get <laughs> drinks at all. Oh, of them, okay. I'm, and you I'm get back in. Discounts, and then there's live music on the Ooh. bus and along the route. I love it. It's like a whole experience. I think it's really cool. So it's April 23rd. We're going to write more about it next week. That sounds cool. I'm glad it's coming here. I There's a lot of record shops in Orlando, yeah. believe it or not. I mean, I mean, off the top of my head, there's like five or six I can think of, which is a lot for. A town our size. I know for sure. Lazy Moon's providing the food. There's a swag bag. Park Ave CDs is on it. Rock and Roll Heaven. East West Records. Okay. And reruns shared it. I didn't see them on the official list. Okay. All uh, right. I hope they're in it. Yeah. I hope so, too. So cool. But yeah, so that looks awesome. Did you hear about this Bill HB1447? Probably, if you tell me what the actual bill it's is. It's the... Uh, Liquor license bill. Oh yeah, where they they changed the like the square footage that you need to have to get a liquor license. Yeah, they lowered it, right? So now, because before it was like a hundred, to get a liquor liquor license, you had to have at least one hundred and fifty seats. That's right. Now it's eighty. That's awesome, and that's legit. It's happened. Everybody voted yes for that's once. Great. Um, Maxine's on Shine said that they are going to do it in like a week. So they don't have, they've only had beer and wine? Only beer and wine. Okay. That was the same way as K Restaurant. Yeah. Because I had, I was there one night for like a special occasion in College Park, the K Restaurant, and 
I was like, oh, I'll have a old fashioned. They're like, we don't we don't have any liquor. I was like, <laughs> like yeah, it's a fancy restaurant. How do you guys not have liquor? So that yeah. was the reason. Maxine sees it. I think it'll really help Maxine's little cute little neighborhood spot yeah. in Colonial Town. Um, and they're really branching into like burlesque shows and stuff. Yeah, they they do it all there. They're like the the brunch hotspot, right? They have like a church, a little chapel in the back. Yeah, right. Where's your brunch spot? Where's your go-to brunch spot, Brendan? Uh, brunch, brunch or breakfast? I'll say. So I don't. I'll. I'll I don't really love brunch. Okay. I like breakfast, but I don't love brunch. Cause I love me some Junior's Diner. Okay. In Audubon Park. Yeah. yeah. I like a greasy spoon. Uh, that's why I like Cafe Perks on OBT. Yeah. I want like a rye. You should come over to Cafe Perks. I've never gone, so I want to go with yeah, you. Yeah. Don't. So the the bar <laughs> is not so high for Cafe Perks. No, I like street. No. You know, I used okay. to I used to work in like a roadside diner. Well, that that is Cafe Slash Motel. That is Cafe Perks. Yeah. I want like an egg sandwich on rye for three. Yeah, three bucks. Three bucks. <laughs> That's I want what a three dollar egg Perks. sandwich. That's what I want. Coffee's terrible. Yeah. Waitresses are terrible. <laughs> but like, if you've been there three times and they start to be nice, they to know. You. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then they're like, oh yeah, you're the guy that comes in all the time. Yeah, I want an orange. They juice. have like fish sandwiches for six ninety nine yeah. with fries and slaw. So on their side. Waffle fries. I don't know if that place is going to make it through this whole packing district change, chain or the, the change there. But I don't go there enough, and I should because it's of, literally right around the cro- street from my house. Do we know where Carmine's landed? Carmine's ah, no, I don't. You need to write that down because I keep forgetting to look. Because they closed that. shop, they did a big auction. Tons of people were there. They sold everything. They, yeah, well, I don't. Know if they, I don't. Know if they sold every single thing. I know they sold the bar. I, they sold a lot of stuff. But I don't know where they're going to end up. Carmine's was the oddity shop on OBT. Uh, slash sex dungeon. <laughs> we can say that now that they've closed. Really? Yeah, right? There was I that don't know. back room where people maybe were now, like, Maybe they're like an things. underground sex dungeon. It's like a pop-up sex dungeon. Uh, <laughs> you should start that, Brendan. In like an inflatable castle. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Maybe. I'm a, I'm a staunch believer that if you can, if you've thought of something, someone else has already done it. Uh-huh. So like, it's true. there's a pop-up. Speaking of my side of town, I was at Grills the other night. Uh-huh. They are killing it. I love. We them. don't. We don't. Ha- they're not paying us right now. That they are. There's. It's just always. They've busy never there. paid us. They should be paying us. They should be. But they got a new burger there that they're all proud of. It's called the Impossible Burger. Impossible. And it's a vegan. It's a vegan burger, specially made. For oh, and them. it bleeds. I it's don't know the if that vegan burger that not. bleeds. Yeah, that's what the Impossible. Yeah. 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 It's the. That's my wife got it the other night. She said it was good. And she liked it. Yeah. What is it? I don't know. Probably just a cow. Like, not all <laughs> vegan stuff. It's good for you just no. because it's vegan. No, it's not. Right? They're all full of like <laughs> pesticides. Soy, the soy, soy farming uses the most pesticides, like probably comparable to corn. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And people are just like eating that up. I know. I see all these hippies and they're like, oh, I got to get my tempeh. <laughs> and they're like, dude, you don't even know what's in tempeh. You're just eating it because it's not a cow. <laughs> tempeh is pretty good. I like then. tempeh, but it's got to be like organic. All right, we've only got a couple couple more uh, minutes. Let's do a real quick event roundup. Yeah. Since it's Friday, I can tell you we've already won third place for best LGBT-friendly website. Always a bridesmaid, never the bride. <laughs> at the oh, Watermark Wave Awards. Every year we win third place. Really? Yeah, and we never, we've never not won third place. Do you know who won second and first? No, but usually first place is Watermark. 
So and there I won't even I won't even get it. We talk about this with the weekly. <laughs> I won't talk about it with Watermark because I don't want the hate mail. But you really can't win your own award. I'm just excited to have another third place certificate to put with all the all other right. ones. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You can't win your own award. <laughs> and shout out to me <laughs> for winning third best LGBT artist. Ah, hi. Awesome. There you go. I'm guessing. What's his face? Lee Vandergrift, who takes pictures of beards and butts, once again won first uh, place. Well, he knows his audience. He does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Refract Orlando, again, is on the 9th and 10th. It's this pop-up art venue thing. Super cool. There's going to be jellyfish projections. Uh, we'll have a link in our wet on the post when we podcast this. Lou Gardens has their plant sale, 9 to 5. Really? That's this weekend? This weekend. Oh, man. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, that's bring a, a, bring, bring your, your cart. Bring your wagon. Yeah, bring your wagon. I just <laughs> found one. Someone left a wagon on the urban trail. Really? Full of trash. <laughs> and I took it home with the trash. The Winter Park Library Book Fest, Saturday, 9 to, thir- 9 to 4 at the library. Uh, the Great Duck Derby is at Meat Gardens. People oh, race I've, rubber I've duckies. I've I'm sure you filmed fun. it, right? For yeah, the, I have filmed it, yeah. For the Sentinel? I did. <laughs> Papa Llama pop-up. Super great uh, Peruvian, Ooh. South American food. Cool. Derby at East End Market, 11 to 2. Rockin' Robinson, 4.30 to 1 a.m. Which we talked about earlier. Four stages, lots of bands, super fun. Orlando City game. I'm going to be there. Saturday. Saturday is the Orlando City game. Saturday. <laughs> Not like last weekend. Um, Bikes, Beans, and Bordeaux has their 10-year birthday on Sunday. Bands and free beer. Falcon Bar has a flea market pop-up from 1 to 5.30 Sunday. And Julian Chambliss, a really cool professor at Rollins College, is having a lecture about heroes and comics and race. And yeah, he's all into urbanism. Superhero stuff. 2 to 4 p.m. at the History Center Sunday. Did so you see Black Panther yet, Brendan? I haven't. What are you waiting on? I have seen it. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. And that's it for us. And we're going to go into our uh, sponsorship message. Thanks right. for tuning in, everybody. See you guys next week. This episode of Bungalow or in the Bus is brought to you by Refract Orlando. Art installation meets craft cocktails. Pop-up lounge with enigmatic decorations and ambiance. Presented by Tequila Heredura. This is the second installment of the Refract Orlando series. Focusing on the fragility of human emotion against the backdrop of the life of the jellyfish. Without heart, without brains, they have existed as colonies for millennia. Experience an expression of art and form as you go deep in this jellyfish forest. Friday, March 9th at 8 p.m. Saturday as well. Tickets, $25. Enjoy.